Welcome back to another installment of the All Things Sports Podcast. I'm your host, Julian, with my co-host, Justin, as always. we got another week, a fantastic week. This is basketball. It's back week. Miami Heat basketball, to be specific, is back. Um, Jimmy Butler's not back yet. We'll see him Saturday. Today's Thursday, obviously. Saturday by now, you guys will be listening. And Jimmy Butler will have already... Had led the, the uh, Miami Heat to a victory versus the Bucks in the Bucks home opener. Uh, however, you know, just celebrating basketball in general. You know, we got such such amazing signing trades, free agent signings. Um, you know, blockbuster deals over this offseason that we've talked about, and we're finally going to get to see the product. We're finally going to get to see the draft picks. You know, Tyler Hero is a big name. Zion, we won't get to see him for another month or two. Um, exactly. And, uh, you know, with these rookies, we can, we can hop right back into it. Um, uh, we'll, well, when we get into the NBA, we'll hop right into that. But we're going to start this off with um, some World Series talk. I did want to bring up the fact that, you know, Washington is up 2-0 right now on Houston. Um, meanwhile, who is a franchise who has won the World Series you know, once already in the last three years, they're back at it. And they're in the midst of a lot of drama off the field with their GM being fired today. And this is backlash of, you know, the way he acted toward a female reporter in regards to, uh, I guess, domestic violence awareness and, you know, her take on it. He kind of just went out of his way to just kind of make an ignorant remark. And it cost him his job, unfortunately, these days. You know, words mean more than, you know, a lot, especially then, you know, more than back in the day when you you can get away with saying this, saying that, especially with your job, you know, it never became such a work related thing off the clock. But nowadays, yeah, and I think it's totally necessary. Right. And not, you know, if you're the type to say it, you're probably the type to do it. Yeah, man. Char- character goes a long way, especially in professional, you know, um, workplaces. You can't have somebody who's representing a company, a franchise, uh, any type of business, whether small, big, or, or medium-sized. Uh, you know, they can't rep- misrepresent. And, and when you have a face of something, you know, that face has to uphold what the product is. Right now, the World Series is going down in Washington on Friday night. We'll get Friday and, I think, Saturday in uh, Washington It's funny, like, the drama in the World Series minus Bryce Harper is already at a a high level, and now you just throw in that to the fire and you, you know, put it into perspective where it's like this guy just signed a $300 million check in Philadelphia to miss the playoffs, Um, and meanwhile, yeah, the next two teams up in his division, Atlanta who won it and uh, Washington who you know, made the wild card, they're here. And and Washington is here in the World Series with a chance to beat the Houston Astros, who, you know, is expected to be here at this World Series. They have the Cy Young, Garrett Cole. They have the, you know, everlasting Justin Verlander, who just seemed to get better with, you know, every day of his life. Um, but what we watched in game one was the Nationals come out and pop these dudes in the face. They were able to... Um, not feel that pressure of Garrett Cole and, you know, what he's been able to do all season with his ERA well under three. And, um, you know, they made him feel their pressure. Juan Soto, shout out to him, 20-year-old Dominican who's hitting bombs throughout the playoffs. He got a bomb on Garrett Cole, and he also had a uh, he had a home run and an RBI double. And, uh, 
two RBI double actually. So, you know, big hits in big moments for these guys. But going back to game two, which was last night, you know, just the fact that Max Scherzer, uh, excuse me, Steven Strasburg was able to go out there and face a guy like Justin Verlander and sit there and throw seven strikeouts. Uh, they won 12-3, and this was a really good game up until the sixth inning when the Nationals went out and uh, scored, excuse me, it was the seventh inning, and they scored six runs in the seventh, and it was 2-2 since the first. So they get to the seventh, and the Nationals just blow it wide open, starting with the Suzuki uh, seventh inning home run, and then that just cracked open the seal for five more runs to come in. You had uh, Adam Eaton hit a home run. Uh, as Drupal Cabrera hit a solo home run. Uh, and then on the other hand, Verlander, you know, he was able to go for six innings, but he had four earned runs, three walks, and six strikeouts. So he was struggling. And this, you know, I'm on K1NG Radio um, on Monday, Wednesday, Friday doing sports talk with Joey T. And we were talking about how if if this team is going to win, it's go- if any team can beat the Astros in the playoffs, it would be the Nationals. That's what we kind of, you know, got it to. And then uh, I just started thinking of, you know, just, just watching these games. Um, if anyone can beat them, you know, like we said, it'd be Washington. But if Washington is going to win this series, they're going to have to outpitch them. They're not going to try to, you know, outscore and out hit them, outslug them because, Houston's that type of team that can score six runs in an inning, much like Washington did last night. Um, so this isn't over. If anybody, and then it comes down to like if anybody was able to come back from this O2 deficit, right? It's O2 going on the road. They just lost two at home, so it's a different O2. So you know, but but if anybody has the talent and and the will to come back from O2. Right. I think it's this Houston team. And, you know, guys like Altuve and uh, Correa have to come through for them. They can't be uh, striking out. The game three is going to be Friday. Again, you know, you guys will be well into your Saturday evenings when you hear this and, and your Sunday afternoons or what have you. But uh, game, th- game three is going to be a tell-all, in my opinion. I don't think if uh, the Nationals win game three, I don't think the – the Astros can come back from 0-3 on the road in Washington with the crowds going to be electric. It's their first time. They're going to have an opportunity to win the series, you know, at home. Why wouldn't they want to, you know, keep that in Washington for their fans? Yeah. Yeah, and then you know it's you don't look at you don't look at these uh, uh, baseball playoffs with the seeding as much like the NBA. You know where you pl- you see that the one is playing the you know eight and what have you. So this Houston team, you know, is a one hundred five plus team win, one hundred five plus win team, and they won their division in the AL West as opposed to. Uh, you got Washington, who went second place in the NL East, which is not one of the stronger divisions even in the uh, MLB, and and they're a you know ninety plus win team. It doesn't matter; they're going toe for toe. They got old guys like Ryan Zimmerman. They got young guys like Trey Turner and uh, Juan Soto. They got a mixture of good you know veterans like Adam Eaton, and um, they have uh, this guy Robles. So listen. <laughs> If they're gonna if they're gonna be able to get Scherzer back for like game four, and if, if they go out and win game three, we saw. Uh, I was also talking to this guy Joey about this game five. I think it was in the NLCS when the Nationals had to play the Cardinals, and we said, "Listen, Annabelle Sanchez has to come out and and you know." If he can go five strong innings, because, you know, Annabelle Sanchez isn't the most special guy. Uh, He's not the best pitcher. We've seen him in bad situations. We've seen him in really good situations. So he's going to have to come out and, you know, give them 
at least five innings strong. And if they have any chance to win this game, he came out that night and threw seven shutout innings. So if he can come back, and, and I'm not putting no seven shutout inning expectation on him, but if he can come out and give another seven innings of solid play, you know what I'm saying? To go seven innings and only give up three runs, even four to the Astros, you're kind of in a good spot. You know, this team can really score. They got Bregman. They got Altuve, Correa, um, Cabrera, uh, Gurriel, excuse me. You know, they've got a bunch of hitters. And then, you know, with the pitching as well on top of that. So, it's going to be a good game. I think Keiko's on the mound. I'm not too sure, but game three Friday is going to be good. And then, you know, on Saturday night, game four. I'm excited. I think I'm going to take time to actually watch the game. I've been keeping up with them. I haven't watched them, but, you know, I'm going to try to watch these games because Washington is an exciting team, and, and it's going to be a good chance for them to uh, take this World Series. However, like I said, I don't think it's over, and I think Houston has a really good chance and coming back and, and stealing, just stealing the hearts out of every Washington National fan, everyone. But we're going to continue more. We'll probably talk next week about the winner of the series by then. Um, let's get into this NBA talk, man. NBA is back. It's got us feeling nice. We've been in a good mood all week. We got, we, you know, we're playing 2K again. <laughs> for For one game. <laughs> We couldn't hold it. We couldn't resist it, man. But uh, you know, it was a lot of it was a lot of fun watching uh these these, you know, new teams be able to compete with new players and play against their old guys and stuff like that. Um some home openers on Wednesday night. Uh Philly, you know, they beat Boston at home. Miami was able to hold it down and beat Memphis at home. The Spurs beat the Knicks at home, and Charlotte beat Chicago at home. Like, so it was some strong, you know, home openers. And then we got to see a lot of rookies with their debuts. If you want to start in Miami, you talk about Kendrick Nunn dropped twenty four points. Tyler Hero had a solid fourteen point eight rebound game. You know, solid, respectable defense. Dropped Grayson Allen, by the way, who's a Duke guy. Uh, and then John Moran, on the other hand, was started the game off real solid, kind of got into foul trouble, and, and then uh, Justice kind of started bullying him around a little bit, but he still had a 14-4-4 game. Uh, but one of the surprising rookies or rookie performances for the debut was uh, P.J. Washington. Charlotte dropped those seven threes. Twenty-seven points. And um, you got guys like Kobe White with the Bulls, was able to get 17 points. Rui Hachimura, the two-year guy right there, was able to get the double-double versus Dallas. You know, KP down there and, and that other big guy, Majiri, I think his name is. <laughs> that might be the Raptors GM, but you know what I'm talking about. No, nah, I think it's Majiri because, no, 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 it's another big guy. Um, yeah. Anyways, R.J. Barrett was able to get 21 points. Uh, so he's averaging 21 points a game this season. <laughs> but, uh, you know, just all in all, you know, and then tonight we were able to watch, uh, you know, Giannis come back from 16 points on James Harden and Russell Westbrook, 30 points, 11 and 11. And it's just like you, you feel it. Basketball is back. You got the stars playing like stars. Trey Young dropped 38 on Detroit's head. Well respected. These are just some little, little, little facts, little stats we're throwing at the crowd. You know what I'm saying? Just take this in. This is, this is game one, and game two for some, of '82, and and right now this is the time where everybody can say my team is in it. My team has a chance. It's like the playoffs. If your team makes the playoffs in the NFL, it's like oh. One and oh. Oh and oh. Everybody's the interesting part about about this year is that next year the uh, the free agent classes yeah. are not deep at all. I mean, you know who wins free agency next year? The Nets. They get Kevin Durant. And what is it uh Clay back? I mean It's a fact. Steph, 
play in Draymond, and we're you know we've seen a little bit of it. They don't have strength in anymore. They have no six man. They have no solid rotation. They have no depth. They have a lot of you know just filling pieces and you know young. young uh, Does D'Lo take the six man role if Clay Thompson when Clay Thompson gets no. back? Yeah, they're going to... If they were going to be for Kevin Durant, who was going to be supposed to kind of max time. Right. D'Lo is definitely a max player. And part of the Chris Paul rule, max players have to sign max deals. You know, Clay's already got his money. Steph got his money long ago. And then Draymond also re-upped. So, I mean, they're going to have to swap out. Here's a lot of Chris to get some, some depth. Yeah, that's true. We were looking at the game tonight. They're playing the... Uh, Los Clippers. Shamet. Landry Shamet. <laughs> he ready to steal the ball. He's always ready to steal the ball. <laughs> hey, if if you, if you look at the ball like a crack rock, it might turn into one. I don't know. But um, anyways, we were watching the Warriors. And getting back to your point with D'Angelo Russell, I just see, you know, these Warriors being able to just run, 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 and shoot at will with a lineup that includes Steph Curry, Klay Thompson, Draymond Green, and D'Angelo Russell. I mean... But the other thing, real quick, not to cut you off, but yeah, also look at it from that space, and I'm not doubting Steve Curry and that he can somehow work D'Angelo Russell into the rotation, into the lineup, work him into the offense. But D'Angelo Russell is really just like a latch's effort. Um, just to not walk away with nothing. Mm-hmm. They're like, okay, KD's going to go there. They didn't want right. D'Angelo anyway. So it's just kind of like, let's not walk But it's like, nothing. if you find it, okay, you know, that's one thing. You just stumbled upon it. But if you stumble upon it and there's just you're just like reaping benefits, you kind of got to, you know, play your cards right in the sense of, hey, this could be the move. You know, he's young. Uh, he's fresh. I mean, Curry's only getting older. He's a future. You know what I'm saying? Like, there, there's there's a lot to look at with D'Angelo Russell and the fact that he can play the one, he can play the two. Clay can play the two. Clay can play the three. Steph can play the one and the one very well, even the two. It works. It works. And then you get, you know, you got your Collie Stein or whoever that, you know, fill in the blank athletic type prototype big man is going to be. Uh, I think the Warriors are going to be just fine. If, if you think that, you know, they were able to space the floor with Kevin Durant, I think they can do that as well with D'Angelo Russell. And he just brings the other dynamic as far as Kevin Durant. You know, he was bringing the, you can get him the ball and, you know, he can get a bucket. D'Angelo Russell, you can get him the ball and, you know, he can make a play. You know, and and it's it's a valuable part of his game. It's what he's come up on. We watched it in Ohio State when he was in college, and he's only gotten better every single season he's been in the NBA. Last year, he took off with Brooklyn, thought he had his home. You know, he can be one of those young journeymen, you know, in the sense that he might not find his home just yet, but uh, it's going to be tough to give him up. I'll say that. It'll be tough to give him up. You got to get the right things back for him if you trade him. Oh, no, of course. Uh, so Steve Kerr and, and Bob Myers got, you know, decisions to make. When Clay Thompson's ready to get back and or make this playoff push, they're going to even see if Clay Thompson's going to, you know, try to get back in there, which they're saying. I know Steve Kerr came out and said that he's highly unlikely to come back. However, yeah, me too. I mean, Clay's your future. You don't want to go ahead and mess up one year, uh, you know, for the substitute of five or so. You know, and and that team can be really fun, I think, with, with all four of those guys there. So what I think we should get into, since we've been itching to talk about Miami Heat basketball since April, you know, before the playoffs started. We didn't even get the playoffs. We had 82 games last year, and which was uh, the last three out of five years. 
the last dance, we got to see Dwayne Wade thank the whole Heat Nation, thank the whole NBA, swapping jerseys every week, every every night. And yep, and him and Chuck, him and Shaq, Kenny, it's gonna be fun. I'm I'm glad for Dwayne Wade, but this new this new Miami, you know, the Hurricanes try to come into this season using the phrase, you know, the new Miami. I'm sorry. Yeah, they're new because we didn't look this fucking bad last year. We didn't look this bad. So it's new and it needs to get out of here. It needs to find its way home. Um, I guess we need to be like the new, new Miami next year because not acceptable. I don't even want to talk about the Hurricanes, but the reason I brought up the new Miami is because I'm feeling that in this team. You know, it's it's an, it, it's the same culture. But it's it's just a refreshed type of surgence that I feel with guys like Myers Leonard, you know, obviously Jimmy Butler and Tyler Hero, Kendrick Nunn. Like you call the names out, Chris Silva. If we're being real, like he has the he has the Heat blood type, you know what I mean? And it's if the skill set can follow behind, we saw him block John Morant last night for a nasty dunk he was gonna make. Send him, send him. Let him learn. The G League doesn't do anything but help. Uh, Kendrick Nunn was in the G League all of last year. On the last day of the season, the Heat brought him up from the Warriors, stole him, signed him. He's on a contract for the next three years. So take your time. We can develop. Derrick Jones Jr. just murdered. Who was that? That was Valanciunas. He just murdered Valanciunas last night. And it was so appealing to the eye. Um, but but you know back like as far as the game, Winslow twenty seven seven and seven stepped up, started the point guard, and no knew his role, knew what he had to do, br- brought the game. Go ahead. He figured it out, and and let's be real. The kid's, what, 23 years old? He just turned, I think. He missed the whole season already in the NBA because of a wrist injury that kept him out. He came into the league at, like, 19 after a championship. He was up so high, you know what I mean, and he comes into the league. He was well coached, so he's always been disciplined. He's always been, you know, the coachable type of player, wanting to get better, wanting to learn. However, his skill set was never developed at Duke fully and we didn't expect that you know Winsler was a you know elite defender and he also can uh can finish at the rim which he had his little issues with in the previous years in Miami but if you're looking at last night you know that's perfect that's just perfect he knew when to exploit the mismatch he knows how to make the extra pass he hits the you know shot when he has to he's finishing at the rim better as I just mentioned um Yeah, he fit the pocket. Right. Yeah, and uh, as I said earlier as well, Tyler Hero with the um, big game for or not big game, but uh, fourteen and eight. Uh, you know, he played a solid game. He was fundamentally sound. He didn't, you know, force anything up. He was taking good shots. He. Correct. Mm-hmm. 
got after into transition. Um, we need to definitely cut back on on the foul trouble. Kendrick Nunn got into foul trouble early. Yeah. Bam got into foul trouble early. Um, Miles Leonard is still, you know, he he, he, you know, he definitely played solid, but you can tell he's definitely he's uh, after I think it was like seven seasons in Portland, he, you know, he's gonna figure it out and figure out the, the heat way as we call it. Mm-hmm. But you know, even Goran, Goran was. I, I was, I'm not gonna lie, I was big on trading uh, Goran, but after, you know, him sitting down with Spo and saying, hey, you know, you're getting older, you're yeah. declining, you know, being all star two years ago, I think it would be beneficial for you to come off the bench and play less minutes, you can give more and less. And, I mean, Spo was big, Spo was even saying that, you know, he was gonna, uh, what was it? Oh, he was gonna, you know, say that. Uh, yeah, he's very you know advocate, advocating um, Goran Dragic. I respect it because you know Goran knows how to come off the bench. Last year he showed you know he didn't play much. When he did though, he brings in that surge. And Goran Dragic always comes in attacking. You know he always comes in running downhill. You know trying to out outrun his opponents and stuff like that. So it's definitely gonna help Dion Waiters' situation. You know. I would love to have him and and Goran in the backcourt, you know, playing against the second strings of the other teams. But unfortunately, you know, everybody has their days and their ways, and and some are stuck in them, and some some don't, you know, want to want to be a part of of greatness. So Dion Waiters, you know, he's kind of pulling the Hassan Whiteside, and I still love Dion Waiters, but we're trying to do something else. You know, it's like this podcast. You know, if if I wanted to just stop, but you wanted to keep doing it, I hope you keep doing it. You know what I'm saying? Because it don't stop. The show don't stop for one guy. And the show's not going to stop for Deion Waiters when we just signed Jimmy Butler this season. So, um, he, he's missed over 110 out of, like, over 270 games possible for the Heat. And, um, yeah, he just doesn't cut it, just not cutting it. I understand that he's a good basketball player. He can put the ball in the basket. However, there's certain times where you just got to do what you're asked to do and nothing more and nothing less, and you're going to either accept that or, or, you know, respect what comes with it. So he's at a point where I'm sure he's uh, dealing with this, and, you know, he's probably going to be suited up for Milwaukee on Saturday night because it doesn't look like we can trade him anywhere. Nobody's interested, but – uh we do got Milwaukee, and we'll see Jimmy Butler, you know, and Deion Waiters out there for the first time. I will say, after, you know, the first, uh, I guess, week of NBA, I do see some potential teams that, could, that are going to need shooters. For sure. Um, oh, there are. It, do they want to deal with this guy? That's kind of, you know, he's shooting us in the foot with that. Um for sure. Expiring, con- well, it's not an expiring contract. He still has another year. That's going to be the tough thing. So, you know, this is, we, we we got at least another 30 games before that trade deadline comes. So I'm sure, you know, Pat Riley, we're going to be in the mix. You know, the Heat are going to, I feel like this is going to be a, a mixy year um, in the trade deadline this year. It's always a trade deadline mix, but this year it feels more, you know, we, we can have our name in a couple places this year so anything else heat basketball related you want to talk to talk about what one thing i I liked about that game that we saw um we shot 33 of 39 from the free throw line yeah we had 60 points in the paint as well 60 or 62 so definitely uh improvements bam can win improvement uh, you know most improved this year Justice can as well, especially if he plays like he did last night, you know. Very true. Year of the awards. Hopefully we can win uh, best team of the year, you know, with that championship. But for right now, we're going to rock the boat. And um, Spoh's going to figure it out. So I think we're in good hands. Saturday we play Milwaukee. Like I said, Jimmy Butler is going to make his debut. I'm excited for that. Otherwise, go Heat. More NBA next week. Hopefully, you know, everybody stays healthy this year and, and 
and has a good year, puts on a show for the fans. And uh, look at him, and he had a chance to win it too. It was a great shot. Well, you know, for what he did, it was a great shot. Um, Yep. Uh, As always. The Clippers beat, you know, LA and still missing Paul George not going back to November. Um, clearly, the, the, the Lakers got some rotations and stuff mm-hmm. like that. They're, they're also missing Kuzma, so they're going to, you know, wait for that. By the way, DeAndre Ayton was suspended 25 games today for violating the drug uh, policy. Failed drug tests. So. Smoking a Chiba, but forgot to get the. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think we're good with basketball right now. Let's get into the football world before we get out of here. And uh, it's funny. There's a few games that I'm looking at this slate. And a lot of these games, uh, not too, not that they're not interesting, but they don't hold a lot of weight. You got, you know, the Colts should beat the Broncos. You expect the Seahawks to take care of business you know, in Atlanta. Uh, Giants-Lions, that can be a little good game, you know, as far as, you know, you don't know what's going to happen. But I'm actually, yeah, yeah. What could have been. What, what we would have been talking about. It does hold weight, but let's be real. Let's be real. Aaron Rodgers got that in the bag, and if he kind of finds a way to blow that, that's that's a little. Thank you. Um, so I guess the first game, I'll 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 pull this one up. I like this Panthers Forty Niners game. Kyle Allen's undefeated. Jimmy G's undefeated this year. He's fourteen and two in his uh, starting career. In his NFL starting career, going back to last season. Um, but even though, even though Jimmy G is not playing. Two years ago. I mean, he's not playing bad. Right. He's not. They did get Emmanuel Sanders. So did they go out and get your boy some help? Yes, they did. Can't say they didn't. They know that they're kind of, you know, in this position where, as I was mentioning for the last few weeks, I don't have to say it every week, but I will. 49ers are a real threat to the Rams and the Seahawks to actually win the division. And I know it's six games in, and they could lose 10 you know, straight games. They could lose 8 out of 10. They can lose 4 out of 10. But the fact that they're competing with these teams, and we saw how they competed against the Rams, um, you know, that shows me that, okay, they can go and make those all-in type of moves, trade some draft picks for you know some solid veteran receiving help. Uh, Emmanuel Sanders is going to stretch the field even more. You got, you drafted a guy like Debo Samuel. You still have a guy like Dante Pettis. You know these are athletic guys, and uh, Marquise Goodwin's out there as well. And then you got to mix it up in the middle with Kittle. So you know their offense can be you know even more dynamic than it already is. And Shanahan just got himself another toy. Uh, so I look at this 49ers Panthers game like okay let's let's see let's see which quarterback is 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 going to be playing better on Sunday because I think this game comes down to you know Jimmy G managing the ball just like as much as Kyle Allen you know pressure's on and you know Jimmy G f- is going to feel the pressure of wanting to stay undefeated and as is Kyle Allen but Kyle Allen needs to stay undefeated and also understands that the, the pressure to me is coming from the fact that they want to make the playoffs. Drew Brees is coming back. They play the Cardinals, and and you know this. It's not out of the realm because it's the NFC, but it also is is a little far fetched. Uh, I do think that. Yeah, I mean, the, the most likely option is that the uh, well, the NFC West is probably going to have three teams in the playoffs. Exactly, that is one, and then also. But, but you never know. I mean, because the Rams, you get one 
Rams this week. And that's and that's the same issue you get with the Bears. And that division could have potentially had the three. That's what we used to talk about as the three division NFC team three. And now you have the Vikings, uh, the Vikings coming on. And the Packers are playing good as ever. And uh, yeah. Detroit, you know, you look at Detroit as well. Yeah. They're sneaking their way in there. Uh, but I think there's just too many teams for, uh, you know, Kyle Allen to say, you know, we can get to the wild card. You still can win this division. You still can win this division. And if Kyle Allen's, I'm, I'm just saying, it's there. It's there. It's there. But Kyle Allen versus Drew Brees, not going to happen, right? Uh, who do you got in this game, though? Carolina? Hmm. It's possible. It's possible. I can argue, but it's possible. I mean, right now. It's possible. Russell Wilson. Right. From you know when he came in, did six in a row. I mean, they're putting up numbers. Um, I think they're very run heavy and they're very dependent on the run game. Um, he's getting another. Well, he has another weapon back in Tevin Coleman. I think Tevin Coleman can start coming along. Mm-hmm. And but the bread and butter really, and I mean, he's just like utilizing Dorsey more. Yeah. But you know, the bread and butter that defense, that defense is top five. That defense is. Yeah, they're playing really good over there. Physical. I mean, finally, this is what they've drafted, you know, all those guys for. So, yeah, I think I got the 49ers as well. So, um, that's that one. Did you have another game particularly in mind? Interesting enough, I think the Philadelphia. Hmm. Hmm. That's what I'm thinking. Significant. Dallas. Dallas. And you have this Buffalo team who's sitting up five and one. The only loss that they've had is to the undefeated Patriots who've only let up eight points per game and who've only who've only uh, they've scored like I forgot how many passing touchdowns this year. They've only let up one passing touchdown this year. So Credits to them, but you know this is about the Eagles and the Bills. And Bills, I mean, arguably, if Josh Allen doesn't get you know injured that game, they only lost by they lost sixteen to ten. So if Josh Allen doesn't get injured, who knows? They might be able to pull it out. Yeah. But yeah, I think this is significant for both teams because I think the Bills, being the Bills, I think they have to keep the momentum as long as possible. Right, right. And, I mean, it's kind of for most teams, I would say. Right, but for the Bills, definitely, definitely. They can literally just bump themselves out of the playoffs with this, though. They can. Yeah, and and you know Josh Allen's throwing that ball. Them Eagles D backs, man. They're they're bad. They're bad. They're bad. I do like Buffalo to pull this game off, pull this victory off at home. Um, it's getting cold up there. Um, listen, man, five and one. It, it's not. You know, I'm not gonna go ahead and say it's like oh legit. But I don't think it's a fluke. I do think this team is much more talented than they were last year. We even spoke about this as well. And I know that it's, you know, Adam Cole Beasley and John Nelt, J.J. Brown or whatever. John Brown. Brown. 
Uh, yeah, but Josh Allen can throw that ball. Yeah, Edmonds, White, man, it's it's nice in Buffalo. Yeah. So I'm gonna go with the Bills. Who you got this game? It's a big game for the Eagles, man. Yeah. You think Carson Wentz is gonna? Yeah, I think yeah, I think Carson Wentz is gonna have a big game. And don't get me wrong, Buffalo's defense is definitely top ten. But uh, yeah, I think uh, Doug Peterson will, will scheme up something. And then even though the Eagles' defense is terrible, the Buffalo's offense isn't really something you know that's. Gonna yeah, it's not like a force to be reckoned with. Yeah, they're not. Yeah, they're not bad by any means, but they're kind of just middle of the pack. They they work to have to be right. Their defenses and they lean. Yeah, um, for the last game, I had I'm torn between two. Um, I want to hear who you had, and I'll tell you what game I was thinking. Well, I what two games I'm thinking here, unless you have a sure third, third game you'd like. So, okay, mine, I have an interesting one as well. Is it the Chargers versus the Bears? No, but that's actually very interesting. Yeah, that's very interesting right there. I was actually on the other side of the division. I was on the Raiders and Packers. Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Definitely, definitely a uh, interesting game. And definitely a game the Raiders can win. If you want to just real quick, you know, Josh Jacobs, I think, did suffer an ankle injury last week. So, if he's going to be a little banged up, I think that really numbs the chances of it. But, um, you know, if Derek Carr can play the, play the football game the, the way he's kind of been playing, you know, Derek Waller, their tight end, came along from hard knocks and got his check. He balled out last week. If he can continue that, their defense – Yeah, their defense isn't playing too bad. And then, you know, you got Deshaun Watson who, you know, you don't know if he's going to throw two picks versus the Colts. You don't know if he's gonna throw four touchdowns versus the Chiefs. Uh, so that's what makes this game interesting. I mean, it, it's interesting with simple fact of the Raiders and where that whole right. divi- that the whole division is right. That's now. two. They can take a step up right there because it goes into the Chargers. You know, possibly losing to the Bears. Chargers lost to the Tennessee Titans last week. They couldn't afford that lose. And if they go ahead and lose to the Bears on the road this week, they're gonna be at two and six. And you would think the Raiders would be at two and six. If the Raiders can beat the Texans and the Chargers lose, they'd be at three and uh, four and three. You know that that's a big one. So. I hear you. Right. Right. The other interesting game I was looking at was the. Patriots and the Browns. I think this is, yeah, yeah. Because it's it's just funny, like, you know, is Baker going to just fall down this path of he's going to play the best defense in the league this week. And, and this can either be one of the worst things that happen or one of the best things that happen. Yeah, I mean, look at Baker. Look at Baker versus uh, Tennessee at home, Week One. Embarrassing. Tennessee put up the forty burger on them. Baker had about three interceptions. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Baker's been struggling. I mean, he got like eleven picks on the year, and I'm not saying that Patriots versus uh, Browns is going to be the the best matchup or the most competitive one. But what I'm seeing is. What Baker are we going to get? And is he going to, you know, go out there? Is he in New England? 
They're in New England. So is he going to go to Foxborough for the first time? And listen, people don't take people don't get those W's in Foxborough for their first time. Patrick Mahomes couldn't do it. And listen, every week is a new challenge. It's a new day. New England New New England is not no rookie has or no but no young quarterback like that either. Um we're going to tell man like yo one of these days, New England's defense is going to start to regress and regress by not let up eight points a game, but let up 14, you know what I'm saying? Uh, <laughs> but there's going to be those games where they, they're just not perfect. They're human. This can be one of those games where Odell Beckham Odell Beckham can put on a, a show out there, and uh, I'm not saying that I think it is, but I wouldn't be surprised if they come out. They're running the ball well with Chubb. Starts to open up. Odell Beckham. That's the whole offense, really. Yeah, man. Yeah, I don't think he'll have a big game either. I mean, we saw the Giants play with them, man. Thursday night, we were here. They had a chance. If you put this team... Yeah, yeah, Daniel Jones. and that, But you look at what they did to Sam Darnold last week, just embarrassing, or Monday night, super embarrassing. So, man, we're going to – yeah, that was messed up. They're like, yo, I got gold right here. I got gold right here. ESPN's going to eat. So, it is what it is, man. But that was a good one, man. It's going to be a good Sunday this week. We got some interesting games, I'll say, right? Some interesting – it's coming up. LSU. I mean, look at Oklahoma. Look at Oklahoma. You you got to respect Jalen Hurts and CeeDee Lamb, the way they're balling out and winning every game they're supposed to win. Um, Ohio State versus who? But they they might see each other in the SEC championship, no? Possibly. So, got to take it a little easy, right? Mm, don't see it happening. Don't see it happening. They lost to LSU. Uh, who who you guys gonna play? That you know, Alabama. Yeah. That'd be their that'd be their best, but they do have a loss exactly. That'd be your best hope. It was a good, you know, crazy loss in overtime, but it's what it is, man. College football playoff is about to come. We're about to see the top four. Ohio State, they might get flawed out again, but the way they're playing, I think they deserve a spot. Big Ten championship. Listen, if the conference sucks, what do you want them to do? Yeah, for sure. It's it's the only sport where the resume you're literally looking at the resume. You know what I mean? And and they're evaluating each win, each loss. How you won? If you lost, it's how you lost. You know they're gonna give you that benefit as well. But it is a pretty crazy process and how they do it. They meet, you know, in the room and they come out with the four. And it's like, damn, they were doing, like, math equations to get this four. But it's it's better than the BCS rankings, I'll say that, you know, number one and two. But it is what it is. So that was a good, man. That was a good episode right there. We're glad we was able to cover some NBA talk this week. Like I said, interesting NFL talk. We got 80, 80, 81 more games left. And uh, Jimmy Butler, he's going to be making his debut. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. 
dropped a jit today. Did you hear about that? Personal reasons. Had a kid. Shout out to Jimmy Butler. So whoever his baby mama is, you about to be rich. You about to be straight. You over here. We got to find out who it is, too. So shout out Jimmy Butler. Shout out his baby mama because I don't think it's his girl. And then shout out his little kid. And uh, go beat Giannis on Saturday in Milwaukee. Back with your college town. This life I cannot change In the hills, keep off in the main Eminem, sweet like candy cane Drop the top, pop it, let it bang For this life I cannot change In the hills, keep off in the main Eminem, sweet like candy cane Drop the top, pop it, let it bang Drop the top, play hide and seek Jump inside, jump straight to the lead. Take a sip, feel just how I be. On freeway, but no, ain't nothing free. Been laws, been lanes. Been busting bills, but still ain't nothing changed. You in the mob, soon as you rock the chain. She caught the waves, just thumbing through my brains. Heat them, baby, I just heat them. For this life I cannot change In the hills, keep off in the main Eminem, sweet like candy cane Drop the top, pop it, let it bang Pop it, pop it For this life I cannot change In the hills, keep off in the main all the chains piled on the mantle. All the dogs, all the dogs, low creep right behind me in the phantom. Yeah. Never go, never go, dip on the set, stay Santana. Yeah. Running back, turn the lights on when I hit up Green Lantern. Yeah. Fly the bars, fly the dogs down to Atlanta. Yeah. In the cut, in Medusa, lay low, yeah, I might be. Yeah. Roll up, help me calm down when I'm moving high speed. Yeah. I send one, need to text back, cause you know what I need. Oh, please. Oh, please. Oh, me. Oh, me. Oh my, oh my, we've been moving, we've been moving for some time. Alright, flexing, flexing, try to exercise. For this life, I cannot change. Hit it, hit it, off in the main. Eminem, sweet like candy cane. Drop the top, pop it, let it bang. Pop it, pop it.